stuff. Welcome to episode number 211 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. This is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, I talked to Dana from Dana's Music Playground, and she makes music, and she teaches classes, and she makes videos, and she does all of this with like what feels like unlimited energy. And that song you just heard was called Jump and Jive, and it's from her record, Dana's best called jump and jam tunes and that's just a sample like did that little burst of energy really get you because the whole interview the whole conversation is like that filled with energy filled with fun and if you stay tuned all the way to the end of the show you can hear Dana's song jump and jive in its entirety hope everyone is doing well it is hot hot here in Houston in the summertime but we're getting used to it we're almost at our one year Houstiversary that's a thing a Houstiversary. Maybe it's not a thing. I'm making it up. Anyway, think you have good stuff? Email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. You think you missed out on some good stuff? Well, good news for you. It's all available on my website, goodstuffpod.com. All of the past episodes are there, and they are all free. But you should start your whole journey with the Good Stuff Kids podcast with this amazing conversation with Dana. Talk to you at the end of the show. It is, um, we're already off to a, a very good and conscientious start here. It's my pleasure to welcome Dana Cohenauer to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Dana, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great. We should say that we are, um, you are a very patient person. We tried to uh, we tried to get this started a couple times, and I had to reschedule. And then we had about four drop calls, I think, before we finally locked this in. <laughs> yes, well, hopefully it was worth working for, and we all have some fun together today. Yeah, I think there is no doubt. So, uh, Dane, I'm so glad to talk to you. I've been sort of living in your world this morning. I know it's kind of a weird thing to uh, <laughs> a weird thing to hear, but um, you know, we we have a lot of ground to cover because you do lots and lots of different things. But I think before we do that, where are you coming from? What's your background? Like, set the scene for us. Where are you geographically? Because I think you're somewhere interesting. Like, just lay it on us. We're ready. Well, I live up in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, we are really the last stop in the United States before you get to Canada. So a little town called Blaine, and my son always likes to say, if you go any further west, you're in the water. If you go any further north, you're in Canada. So <laughs> we are right in the little corner up here, and it's quite lovely, and we have beautiful trees and uh, beautiful water to look out at every day. And so I feel very blessed that I'm here. and. We're, not, we're very close to Vancouver, uh, B.C., actually, and I've been here about oh, 16 or 17 years and spent 18 of those 18 years before that in the New York City area. So we had quite a change when we moved from the big city to the beautiful country out here. Wow, that's a big change. That's not just like, a, oh, we, you know, we moved from Boston to Chicago. That's like... From the biggest city to not the biggest city. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> yes. It was quite a huge 
huge change because we also adopted our son at the same time that we moved. And so uh, he was just two months old when we moved. So it was, everything was new and different and it was hard to let go of the old things. But um, I discovered you never know what happens when you go for a little bit of adventure and try something new. And it was a great change for us. That, That is very, very true. So uh, change is hard, and I'm glad that you just knocked all the transition out in one shot. Just get it all done. <laughs> it's hard to remember that, though, when it's time to make another change. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because I, I like everything the way it is already, and it's like, oh, what if I do something new? Which is kind of what I did uh, recently, trying my new video series, yeah. branching out a little bit into a new area Very from cool. my usual just music to yeah. videos. So, so speaking of the music, what's the, what's the, your musical background? Like, did you, how did you start? And then take us through sort of the, the evolution of you as a, as a musician. I know you spent some time doing some theater things and, um, from that to, to sort of the, the, the start of the kids music. And then we'll pick up from there. Well, really, uh, the reason I was in New York City for so long is because my original plan for myself was to be uh, doing Broadway musicals for my whole career. And and I started out after college uh, doing a lot of musical theater in New York and the surrounding areas and um, just loved musical theater and the whole Broadway scene. But then I just sort of ended up becoming more of a singer-songwriter. And um, my real uh, first uh, instrument is piano. So I ended up playing in a lot of piano bars and cabarets and doing a lot of adult music and singing at, you know, two o'clock in the morning in a smoky bar. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then my first nephew was born. And so I wrote some lullabies for him and wanted to record them and in the studio as a lasting gift for him. And, and through that process of creating those lullabies, um, I really discovered that I had found my true niche, that writing and singing for children is really what uh, makes my heart come alive. And so those first lullabies for my nephew evolved into my first album, which was Dana's Best uh, Morning Songs and Lullabies. And, uh, well, it was called Gather Your Dreams at the time. It's evolved since then. Uh-huh. <laughs> at any rate, that was a long time ago. And so uh started uh, just marketing that and won several awards for it. And it was a big surprise that, wow, now I have a whole product that I can really get out there and start uh, performing for children. And once I started actually singing live with the kids in the sunshine and having all this wonderful response from these smiling faces, I was like, oh, I think the smoky bars at two in the morning are are done for me. And now I'm going to keep singing in the sun to these little smiling faces. Yeah, absolutely. So, that is a that's a smart move, I would say. That's a smart move. So, in, in, yeah. your, in your time in the piano bar, this is I've never spoken to someone who did that, right? It was it the kind of thing where people can make requests and then you would Oh like, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I have okay. sung uh, Piano Mad and New York, New York more times than anyone <laughs> should possibly do that. Yes. But, you know, it was great because I uh I got requests for all kinds of different uh, genres of music, so I got pretty good at kind of winging it and uh-huh. uh, faking it, if you will. Uh-huh. And so I did everything from country to Broadway to rock and roll to, you know, just all the different genres and a little jazz, which I really do love jazz, especially mm-hmm. especially like standards and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and always, um, that ended up being uh, a reason that I 
let me let me restart that. Uh-huh. Playing all those different genres of music in the piano bars kind of uh, opened my eyes to the fact that it's great to introduce children to lots of different genres of music, and that's what I try to do now with all my recordings: is introduce kids to just all kinds of different uh, sounds and rhythms and different styles of music. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, that was my piano bar days and yeah. uh, sang in Europe a few places and uh, just spent a lot of time entertaining people and uh, and hoping that they would listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's very nice when kids actually do respond. Yeah, and I think that they uh, respond for a number of reasons to you specifically. I th- So it, it's I'm trying to hold back on this question that I want to ask about your theater background and how it translates. So before we get to that, you, you it looks to me like you've put out six albums, right? So, yes. And, and the latest one is called um, Jump and Jam Tunes. And, and when you listen to it, you're totally right. You do all kinds of different genres. And I think that's got to be fun for you to keep it interesting. Um, and. How did you go from, and we'll get into the specifics of the album in a few minutes too, but you also teach classes. So what was the, you know, sort of the genesis of going from your writing songs for kids you're do- and then turning that into a music class? And what kind of things are you doing in your music classes? Well, so I, uh, so I recorded uh, five of my albums when I still lived in New York City, but I would uh, record them down in Nashville. So I had uh, fabulous musicians who can play anything uh, playing with me on my recordings. And so I was, uh, and I was always wanting to create uh, music that would get kids interacting and participating because in my shows I want to keep them involved as well. So uh, that's how I kind of recorded all those albums. And then when we moved to the Pacific Northwest and our little guy was born um, I ended up taking a few years off from recording I was still entertaining and performing for kids but I was really focused on being a mom for for probably longer than I intended um, <laughs> just being mama but uh, at that time that I was um, just being mom I also decided to start being a storyteller at my county libraries so I spent 11 years uh, doing story times and um, and reaching out to kids in a different way other than just music. And so I was learning lots of rhymes and um, finger plays and action songs and writing uh, lots more to go with my story times. And of course, reading lots of books and learning about children's literature and getting acquainted with that whole end of things. And then I realized, well, I'd like to incorporate the things I'm doing in the library story times into a musical class for kids. So that kind of evolved into my Dana's Music Playground classes, which I teach in Bellingham, Washington, twice a week for toddlers. So one to four-year-olds I have, and it's uh, pretty darn rewarding, i got to tell you that, to see them grow and learn and um, just kind of get empowered by knowing what's coming next in the class and being able to, to do little the little songs and rhymes that we do uh, as we go along. They just get better and better at it. So when I um, created these classes, uh, I wanted to get, uh, well, let's see. We can pause there for a second. Sure. 
So uh, anyway, so I created the classes and then uh, decided uh, it was about time to start getting back to uh, recording. And so my Dana's Best Jump jump and Jam tunes kind of came out of the idea of just getting kids moving and active and away from their computer screens and iPads and that kind of thing and just getting them moving again. So Mm -hmm. it all kind of evolved from Broadway to singer-songwriter to children's artist to storyteller to teacher and now um, creator of a video series. Right, right. So, okay, so we are so close to the video series. We are so close. Um, So... (laughs) So I love the idea of, you know, knowing the importance of getting kids up and moving. So so if we were to look at um, at the new record, Dana's Best, the Jump and Jam Tunes record, um, what are a couple of the songs that you think really encapsulate that that sort of idea that you are going for, where you want kids up and moving and participating? Well, um, the probably the biggest uh, song about getting kids moving on that album is called Wiggle Workout. And uh, that one gets them moving in all different kinds of ways, not just wiggling, but jumping and clapping and stomping and and just getting them understanding that it's important to keep our bodies healthy and strong and keep them moving. And I also have a song called Jumping Beans on that recording that is a kind of a freeze dance where you get the kids jumping like little beans and starting and stopping. And in that song, we also learn a little bit of Spanish and the word for jump and brinca and the word for stop alto. So every time they hear the word brinca, the kids are supposed to jump along with me. And then when they hear alto, they stop. I also have a song called Follow the Leader, which is also all kinds of different movements uh, and walking like different animals. So that was a fun one. And I have Jump and Jive, which really gets them twisting their feet and pointing their fingers and, of course, jumping. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a little bit of a theme going on in that album. Yeah, a little bit. And Jump, walk yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And then I realized I had to start performing all those songs live, and there uh, is a lot of jumping. Yeah. What's your so what's your what's your cardio preparations for some of these things? Well, thank goodness I run a lot. I run every day, so uh, that kind of keeps me able to keep jumping. But uh, I don't know. I'm getting not getting any younger, uh-huh. so I got to write a couple of songs that maybe are called uh, "Take a Breather." <laughs> <laughs> the importance of rest. Yeah, I get that. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay, so so that's really cool. And you know, it's it there's many of the many songs on the record are, are sort of in, aiming for that movement and, and and health and exercise kind of things. What's another song or two on the record that you would, would want to point the audience to, to to really hear what you're about? Maybe like a different genre or, or something that you're particularly proud of. I know it's hard to answer this because you love all of the music and I will say <laughs> in parentheses, all of the music is great. Close parentheses. So I, I, I just I think it's important for, for folks to hear from you, the artist, what you what you really think is, is awesome. 
Well, thanks for that. Well, one thing I'll just mention is that um, I love uh, storytelling, as I mentioned earlier in my time as a storyteller. Uh, And so I've been writing a lot more songs that are story songs. And there are two on this recording, Dana's Best Jump and Jam Tunes. One is called Barnyard Hoedown. And while it gets kids moving and doing the animal sounds, it also tells the story of a bunch of silly animals out in the barn having a down and doing square dances so it's a fun story and and then I have another story song called fishtail where I'm sitting in my boat trying to have my own little picnic lunch and this giant fish keeps jumping in my boat and stealing my sandwich and well, that's, stealing that's, my cookies and all that kind of nice. stuff yeah. so so yeah that's a, a fun story song so I would I would say yeah it's not all just uh, about moving and jumping but it's about listening to a story and using your imagination Mm -hmm. and I think uh, that is something that's important these days is that kids are uh, very visually oriented and to take a little bit of time just to listen to a story and let kids imagine what they think the characters look like and and wonder what's going to happen next instead of always just seeing visually it's kind of neat to just let kids listen once in a while and that's why i think story songs are a really good tool for that because mm-hmm. you know they don't even need the pictures necessarily to just listen and and think about what's happening in that story. So those are two songs I would say are, are fun to point out and, and one other one that I would say has uh, got a little bit of a different twist on that album is called Do My Part and that one I think is important because it's telling kids it's, in, it's vital that we all do our part to not only help around the house by maybe picking up their toys or helping to put their Uh, dirty clothes in the hamper or whatever but it's also good to keep an eye out for our environment and help save our planet so that song do my part is all about how kids can really be involved on a daily basis to do little things to make a difference that's beautiful a beautiful thought um so you mentioned visual right like kids today are very visual Mm -hmm. and we're and often they're in front of the ipad or tv or what whatever it is that that they're in front of and you are uh not just conscious of the fact that kids are doing this but you're doing your part to make sure that there's good quality things for them to uh to watch um so now we're at this amazing video series and there are some production values here there is a lot going on so what was the uh you know this and i'm going to say like this is not just you you know setting up your iphone like there's a lot going there there's and that's part of the production values thing so i guess what what drove you or inspired you to to start with the video side of of the the music playground and uh how are you having fun with it and where you're at with it and and to tell me about it well notwithstanding what i just said about kids needing to take a little break sometimes from yeah, being course. visual uh, <laughs> that's a little <laughs> counterproductive but uh but uh i just was thinking that it, i've always wanted to reach out to to children in the way that i do in the library story times to to more kids that may not have the uh luxury of coming to a weekly library story time or a weekly music class like i teach and there's such value that little ones can get from learning these little finger plays and action rhymes and, and singing along and, and feeling like they're part 
part of something. So um, I wanted to create this video series so kids who don't get to come to those kinds of events uh, can do that right in their own home or just even in the car when they're watching on their little iPad. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like to reach out to each child as if they're the only one that I'm talking to and let them feel close to me and and know that I care about them. And and I want to empower them to feel good about themselves and and make learning fun for them and and along the way introduce them to lots of different musical styles and rhymes and rhythms and and tell them about different kinds of musical instruments. Every week um, I introduce them to a new musical instrument. So, And we learn how it sounds, what it looks like, and, and sometimes we I even try to play it. <laughs> if it's not a tuba or something, then I can try. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of uh, how my video series evolved. I just wanted to reach out to more children in the way that I do locally and uh, and give them all, all an opportunity to be involved in these kinds of interactive musical uh, activities. Right. Cool. So, um, sorry, there's one playing in the background as we speak on my computer. So this is a, this is a new series for you um and all of these things that you're trying to do come through really really nicely but you're i think what's what is important to me uh as someone who who likes to support people like you is i think it's really important for people to know the work that goes into making a video like this and or you know like the videos that you do you know it's not you standing you know just pushing record in front of your iphone and then running around but there's people involved and there's <laughs> thought involved so take me through the uh the creation process of, of making one of these videos you know maybe using one of the the more recent ones as sort of the example okay well yes um First of all, I must say that my son, Jack, is actually uh, gotten quite grown up now. He's 17, <laughs> and he's become quite the filmmaker, and oh, cool. uh, he wants to be a film producer and uh, television uh, producer. And uh, at any rate, he has gotten quite good at uh, filming, shooting, and editing, and so he and I are partners in this thing, and it's been a great uh, bonding experience for us to work on this together, and so I owe a lot to Jack for putting all the technical parts together. And my sister Gail is a graphic artist, so she helps involved. But uh, every week um, we have a different theme. And so I write the script and um, decide what we're going to, you know, have for our musical instrument of the day and what, uh, what the items we're going to have that uh, relate to the theme. So we have two um, animated characters who are part of the series and the first one is named Puppy the Cloud and Puppy the Cloud comes down every week and brings us an object uh, that is related to the theme of the day. So this last one that I uh, released uh, just last week was the theme was Good Morning. So inside the cloud, Puffy the Cloud, uh, we see a rooster and a sunrise appear. And so we realize then that Puffy the Cloud is telling us good morning. So all the things then that are related to good morning in the theme are, are all the things in the episode then relate somehow to good morning. And Good Morning uh, last week involved a song called When Cows Get Up in the Morning. And that's one there we sing all sorts of 
silly animal songs and Miss Dana gets them wrong half the time and it's a little silly. <laughs> oh, Miss <And>, Dana. Uh, <laughs> Miss Dana. I don't know what a frog says, but uh, also um, did a lot of uh, uh, felt, I do a lot of felt board story type of things in my story time. So there's one called Flip Flap Jack that we incorporated into the Good Morning theme. And that's making a little man out of breakfast foods. And kids love looking at that and figuring out what kind of body parts he should have. And so uh, oranges for ears and bacon for legs and that kind of thing. So, so... The uh, theme of the day then also comes into the magic picture frame somehow. And this magic picture frame I use when um, I want to incorporate visuals into with a song. So, Mike, I might need to restart that part over. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was totally with you. That sounded awesome. But, yeah, oh, I'm getting right myself right. all mixed up here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll just kind of pick up there. Sure. So, so Puppet to Cloud brings us the theme of the day, and mm-hmm. um, we use all sorts of ways to incorporate that theme. Uh, I have a magic picture frame that appears, and uh, I use that to illustrate uh, songs and um, other rhymes. So, for instance, um, when we had a green episode involving uh, leprechauns, we had I wrote a song all about a leprechaun hunt, and so in the picture frame is a little and we keep trying to find where the little leprechaun is going to pop up. So all sorts of things can appear in this magic picture frame. And um, let's see, this week we're going to have, what are we going to have? We are going to have some jumping beans appearing oh, in, that, <laughs> yeah. in that frame. And we're going to try to keep up with them jumping. Good and luck. other times we've had like little birds come fly into the frame and we, we sing about all the different colors. Also, one thing that I like to incorporate is a lot of sign language into the uh, oh. program. So we learn the signs for the different colors and the animals and, and all sorts of uh, maybe dairy food signs for like the cows episode. Mm-hmm. So sign language and rhyme. I am a big rhymer. Oh. I have been rhyming since I was about two, I think, and I just can't seem to stop. <laughs> so I love to share that idea of rhyming with kids. And, and so every week I definitely have a, some sort of a rhyme. And uh, maybe it goes along with a finger play or some sort of action movement. But uh, definitely want to get kids rhyming. And I think that really helps in their... Uh, uh, literacy and in building little connections in their growing brains, uh, rhymes really do help, just mm-hmm. like music helps um, mm-hmm. help kids develop. So then after we have a uh, little fun with the theme of the day, our another character comes, and her name is Busy Bee, and she brings us the buzzword of the day. Whoa. And the buzzword usually uh, relates to the theme of the day. And so with good morning episode, our buzzword is be polite. Say good morning to people and thank you and please and that kind of thing. So we have uh, the theme, the buzzword, the cloud coming down. We have rhymes, songs, finger plays. And also um, 
a vegetable of the day. And my son, Jack, was like, a vegetable of the day, mom, please. But, you know, when you're doing an episode about green, somehow you just end up having a green vegetable pop in there. And so that kind of uh, happened accidentally, having a veggie of the day. But now I I like the idea because it was impossible getting my son to eat vegetables. So I'm hoping that parents out there might appreciate the fact that Miss Dana is getting their kids excited about vegetables. Wow. Miss Dana, so, Miss Dana, if you could pull that off, America thanks you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be miraculous, but I can give it a good try. Give it, give it a know? world, we'll yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There's so much going on in these videos and so much prep and, and so much thoughtfulness. And, and it also sounds you just get to be super creative, which has got to be so fun. It's super fun, and I'm just hoping I can uh, maintain my schedule of once a week because I'm realizing uh, it's a lot to do to write new songs and rhymes and, and things every week. Yeah. But I, as, as we're going along, it's getting a little easier every week, and uh, and actually getting more and more ideas for more themes and more fun things we can do as as we go along. So hopefully my sister will keep on doing the graphics for me and Jack uh, won't go off to college too soon and leave me here to figure it out myself. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, uh, hope for all. I mean, you know, Jack should whenever he's ready, right? Like that's what we as parents do. Whenever he's ready, we should, we should go to college. But one thing, that oh, I, yeah. one thing that I think is like equally important to the videos and to the music and to the the classes is what you just said, which is that as you're making these videos, which is something that you're really interested in and something that you want to do, it gets easier. And as it gets easier, you get to be even more creative, which I think is a really important lesson for kids to learn, which is that it's not always going to start out easy. But as you do something, mm-hmm. whether it be music, right, as a musician, you know this, whether it be as a storyteller, you know this, whether it be as a as a teacher in the classroom, you know this. And now as a uh, creative force for, for kids entertainment in the video realm, as you do something, you get better. And as you get better, it gives you more of an opportunity to to get even more creative. So I think that's a really, really important lesson to go along with everything we've talked about. Definitely, definitely. And, and I do think that, you know, if you have an idea in your head and, you, and you've always wanted to do it, like I had this idea for a long time, like I just wanted to reach out in some way visually, um, you know, I finally just, just decided, just do it. And uh, even if I wasn't feeling like in the first couple of episodes or a couple of weeks that I felt like I was quite there, you know, every week I do feel like it's getting a little better, more cohesive and, and more fun. And, and, you know, if you just go out there and try it, you can do it. And I want kids to know that too, you know. And, yes. and I think it's also important to show them that, you know, it's okay to mess up. Like Miss Dana sometimes doesn't get the right animals sound <laughs> going but this it's okay day, huh? and, and we figure it out yeah absolutely. so it's okay that we just learn and grow yeah wow so so much so much going on in the world of miss dana so how can we keep up with you your, your energy is boundless um i'm not i'm sure that's not always the case but in my mind you are just you wake up in the morning you're fired up and ready to go until the second it's time for bed and that's that's the vision i'm going to keep in my head of you and your energy level so how can we keep up with you and find you and follow you and and things like that 
Well, you can always find me at my website, which is danasmusicplayground.com. And you can find me on YouTube at, guess what? Dana's Music Playground. And the Dana's Music Playground on YouTube does have an apostrophe in Dana's, D-A-N-A apostrophe S, and then Music Playground. Uh, And the the website, of course, doesn't need one. And you can find me on CD Baby um, on Dana is just my artist name, just Dana. And uh, that's the best way to find me. And you can find me on uh, Facebook at... Dana's Music Playground. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so there, there is so much. It's such a wide breadth and and variety and depth to what you do. And I just want to encourage everyone to go check it out in all of these different forms. And if and if people get up to get up to Bellingham, Washington, they should check out a class. That sounds pretty fun too. Oh, for sure, for sure. And, uh, you know, always keep an eye out because I, I do a lot of touring, too, and I may Ooh. even come to a city near you to do my oh, live shows. Very so I'd love nice. To, love to see everybody there. Nice. And uh, And by the way, my son, Jack, is going to college. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has. I, he has one more year left with me, and i got to take advantage of having yeah, him here absolutely, with me. Absolutely. Jack, yeah. if you're listening, we got you. We got your back. Go to college and be great yep. that's the plan okay <laughs> i uh, encourage all kids to go out there and go to college that's yeah. for sure that's a whole other podcast um <laughs> well, dana thank you so much for your time it was really great to talk to you and get to know you and hear about everything that you do i loved talking to you too mike thanks so much for having me all right So thanks so much to Dana for taking the time to talk to me. That was awesome. And now here is Jump and Jive from Dana and Dana's Best. That's the record. The record is Dana's Best, and it's called Jump and Jam Tunes. Enjoy. Mike at GoodStuffPod.com if you want to reach me. That's my email. Social media, the at symbol GoodStuffPod. And now here is Dana with Jump and Jive.
stuff.